Hi there. Welcome to Prices at the Pumps, our weekly fuel feature with Dan McTagg right here only on the Saltwire Network. I'm Scott Squires. And Dan, welcome back for another Thursday, looking at where prices are headed in this region. Where are you getting a sense from where the pricing is headed this week? Oh, it's going down big time and it's going to go down even further than I think some would expect. Gasoline uh, is going to go down at least eight cents a liter. And uh, diesel closer to nine or ten cents a liter. Now, some are suggesting it could even greater than that. There is a problem in Canada, in eastern Canada. We're seeing here in Ontario, Quebec, the Maritimes, Atlantic Canada, where there uh, is a significant, uh, if you will, a uh, margin between the cost of uh, oil and uh, what diesel is getting. So, I, I, there are some suggesting it could be much higher than that. I think it's probably premature, but I think we're good for at least a ten cent decrease. When it comes to diesel, as for gasoline, of course, we're still pushing about eight cents. Uh, and this could continue for quite some time because energy markets, like every other aspect of our economy post COVID, is completely bonkers. There's no way in which to justify what we've seen here oil dropping $10, $12 a barrel in one week. None, no excuse, no other example can be used. You can fret all you want about recession. You can fret all you want about COVID in China and about interest rates going up. That does not explain uh, the uh, the rather brutal de decline in energy prices at a time in which the product is in very tight supply. Dan, you've been dealing in the energy sector for decades, and you and I were chatting just before we started recording uh, today's episode. When was the last time that you can think that there were market forces like this and things going on like this with supply, demand, the volatility and the up, the down, the prices. Can you even draw a comparison to another time where it was like this? 2008 would have been the best one where we exaggerated prices and you had money managers saying, oh, 200 bucks a barrel. You know, it's 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 just around the corner. And it, of course, it was shocking that it hit $100 a barrel back then. Uh, but we also knew that that was massive speculation not by people involved in the physical trade of commodities like energy, but in fact, financial speculators, money managers, uh, you know, uh, algorithms, uh, day traders. You know, I don't know how to be impolite about what I'm saying. These people are just whacked. <laughs> they have absolutely no understanding of economic fundamentals. And it's unfortunate that uh, since the arrival of the financialization of our commodities markets, which some people herald is a great thing, uh, what it's actually done is prevented, uh, uh, you know, sense and, uh, and and an understanding, a simple understand, understanding of economics to prevail in their trades. Instead, you have lemming-like uh, approaches. And I'm not upset by this because they're actually trashing the price of energy, dropping the price of energy, stimulating even more demand at a time in which fundamentals are very clear. And they, you know, I don't know what it takes to you know, put one and one together for some of these very lightheaded folks. But there is a scarcity of oil, diesel, and to a lesser extent, gasoline. What we have now is so far borrowed. We have a serious geopolitical crisis uh, in, uh, in Europe. And we have uh, a country called China that sooner or later is going to have to stop using its, uh, its ruse, its excuse of COVID lockdowns to say, yeah, we need more oil. Otherwise, the entire global economy is going to come to a standstill. And if that's what these traders are looking at, then why not just trade down oil to zero uh, because that's, in fact, the value they're looking at. Most consumers, because they're driving gas-powered vehicles and you can drive by a gas station and look up and see the price on a sign, 
that's top of mind with most consumers. Like, what's the price of gas? Where's the price of a liter this week? Is it going to cost me more or less to fill my car? However, more and more consumers are paying attention to the price of diesel and home heating fuel. We're seeing lots of people posting on social media about, oh my gosh, it's now costing me this much more to fill my oil tank, which means that I've got this much less to spend on other things, whether it's food, everyday necessities. Where do you think the price of diesel is headed? We've talked about it a lot, but home heating fuel, that's going to be a big topic over these cold months. Where do you see it heading? Is it going to be as volatile as gas and diesel prices? Yes, but it's going to remain muted and it will drop uh, between now and uh, the end of the year. Uh, but it's going to come right back, roaring back in January and February because of the colder weather. And because sooner or later, uh, some of these dumb financial investors are going to have to recognize that uh, fundamentals do, in fact, play a very important role in this. Beginning of January, I don't think OPEC is going to sit on its hands anymore. I think they pretty much had enough of the of the uh, of the gong show of North American and European traders. They're likely to cut production severely. I mentioned this last week. They didn't. I think they're going to have to in order to meet that apparent falling demand that uh, so many of these uh, uh, financial bedwetters are, uh, are are claiming through headlines. I think we're going to be looking at diesel prices stabilizing, dropping an average of about 15, maybe 18 cents a liter right to Christmas. After that, watch it surge right back as much as a dollar a liter, probably by the end of January, beginning of February. For gasoline, very similar trajectory. Looking for it to drop 10, 15 cents a liter from now to Christmas, but then another 20 cent increase by the third week of uh, January and perhaps even more as we march towards the shift over from winter uh, to summer gasoline with refineries changing over at the beginning of March. That's a little further down the road. But these prices and this drop is not sustainable because it's frankly, at the end of the day, and I'm looking at you, the energy traders, it's irrational, it's absurd, uh, and it needs to uh, it needs to be fixed. I'll get you out of here on this one, Dan. You spent uh, quite a number of years in the Canadian Parliament as a member of Parliament dealing with the energy portfolio and all things energy sector. If you could give one or two pieces of advice to policymakers and to people that have the most effect on energy prices and what consumers are paying for gas, for diesel, for home heating fuel, what would those couple of pieces of advice be? Build some energy pipelines and stop blocking them. Oil and natural gas. The world needs more Canadian energy, not less. And the world is going to use more, not less, despite the uh, the current uh, convention. I would also think that it's in Canada's interest to make sure that we make the decision. Do we want natural gas and oil coming from places like Qatar, Oman, uh, oil from Saudi Arabia, Iran, Venezuela, or Russia? I think the answers are pretty clear to any sane people out there. And it's time for Canada with the third largest provable reserves in the world to, uh, as it were, hear, pay attention to, and be, uh, you know, be uh, mindful of the those who object. But at the end of the day, the interests of the many come well before the select grifting interests of the few green few. Dan, we know that you join us here on Prices at the Pumps and the Saltwire Network every Thursday. But when you're not with us, where else can folks find you online, on social media, et cetera? do a lot of work on blogs at uh, affordableenergy.ca. So you can look at some of my work there when I have time to, when I'm not predicting gas prices. And of course, on Twitter. Uh, so Gas Wizard uh, is my uh, handle there as well. Those are two areas where you can get some of my information. And of course, uh, in all this, Saltwire Network right here for all of Atlantic Canada. We appreciate your time as always, Dan. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a great weekend. Let's do it again next week. We will. You as well. Thanks, Scott. 
Thanks, Dan. That is Dan McTagg. We certainly appreciate him joining us here for Prices at the Pumps each and every Thursday only on the Saltwire Network. I'm Scott Squires. Thanks for your time, my friends. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be safe. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now. Real journalism goes deeper than the headline. Perspective, context, and understanding requires the full story. Get it in the Chronicle Herald and online at saltwire.com.